You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the Pro Football Chase podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you on this Monday, July 25th, Pro Football Chase It is time to get into the nitty-gritty, JJ, as we get ready for training camp, which is already underway for many teams, and there are a few teams that are reporting today and tomorrow, but things are ramping up. There's excitement in the air. NFL football is upon us. So, JJ, first things first, man, how are you doing on this Monday afternoon? Hey, we're doing good. We're doing good at Atlanta. It's not as scorching hot as it has been, so I'm glad of that and grateful. And I'm excited, man. Football is around the corner. I can smell it. Uh, around this time of the year, man, it's grind time. It's go time. So I'm putting my gear on and getting my mindset right. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Well, before we get into today's content, I wanted to send my thoughts and prayers to Texans rookie wide receiver John Mechie third who announced Sunday that he has been diagnosed with leukemia and is unlikely to play football this season. It was a statement that was put out by the Houston Texans on Sunday afternoon. So um, first and foremost, just wanted to send some good vibes his way. My prayers and thoughts is definitely out to him and his family and friends. And um, I know he's going to come back stronger than ever. Um, just keep keep your head up, man. And and um, I'll definitely be following him and send my prayers and thoughts his ways. Yes, so praying that uh, you know God's healing hands will be upon him during that time. And I'm sure he's got the support of the entire NFL and the Texans organization. But uh, moving on now to topic number one, JJ, I wanted to break down this Kyler Murray contract extension and its implications mm-hmm. moving forward. Now, last week... The Cardinals agreed to sign Murray to a five-year extension worth $230.5 million, a deal that now makes him one of the NFL's highest-paid quarterbacks. And, you know, with that average coming in at 46.1, J.J., he is now the second-highest-paid quarterback behind only Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers, who's making $50.3 million on an average-per-year basis. So that deal actually was just signed a few minutes ago. The Cardinals' Twitter account put it out there. Murray is now officially under contract 
through the 2028 season. So what are your initial thoughts on that mega deal going to Kyler Murray at just 24 years of age? Yeah, I think it says a lot. I think it uh, implicates that, you know, Kyler's their guy. You know, no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Signing a contract to that magnitude at that young of an age, you just go to show you the, how the game is changing and evolutionized from, you know, from paydays to even organizations going all in. I think um, uh, Patrick Mahomes did a good job of setting that tempo. Then Aaron Rodgers can did as well, coming back as well, and then him, uh, Kyler Murray as well. So I think it shows that Arizona's got their – they got their guy for the next few years. I think they did a great job with it. I think it's correct. Uh, uh, Kyler Murray's stat speaks for itself. Um, I'm going to go into a little bit of detail with that. Um, of 2019, he went from 64%. 2020 67% and 2021 69% of completion rate. So the guy's only getting better and he's only 24 years old. And that's kind of scary to see. And he has the, the wheels behind him and the tools and the threats that he has on the, on the side of the ball with him. And um, his past pass rating 2019 went from 87.4, 2020, 94.3, and 2021, 100.6. So as you can see, the sky's the limits with him, and he's a mixed matcher. Uh, as a defensive coordinator, you can always plan for the passes and the running, but a guy that can scramble with his nature and his his, his talent is kind of hard. It's a mismatcher for real. So I'm excited for Kyler, well-deserved. Um, he's been uh, he's been a threat over there at the NFC West for a while now, and I'm, glad, I'm finally glad that he got the bag that he deserved. Yeah, well, he still had two years left on his deal. He had, uh, of course, the final year of his four-year agreement, then his fifth-year option available in 2024. But this was something that Kyler Murray and his agent, Kevin Burkhart, they made the Cardinals very well-informed that Murray wanted that contract extension before the 2022 season. And, well, it nets them a deal that comes in second in most guaranteed money, getting $160 million guaranteed, second behind Watson's $230 million fully guaranteed with the Cleveland Browns. Now, you talked a little bit about Kyler Murray and um, his worth, and there's no doubt about it. I mean, he's led the Cardinals to year-over-year improvements each season, Five wins in 2019, eight in 2020, 11 in 2021, all while setting records. So he is a dynamic quarterback that can hurt you with his arm and his legs. And again, it's crazy to talk about this, JJ, because Kyler Murray really became a Cardinal when they decided to go with an unproven NFL head coach in Cliff Kingsbury, who had just mm-hmm. gotten fired from Texas Tech, but because of his familiarity with Kyler Murray, he recruited him while he was at Tech, and then that air raid type of offense. So it seems like that marriage of Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray has served them well in the desert thus far. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. And um, I agree with you on that. And I think Kingsbury does a great job of of utilizing what Kyler does best outside of the pocket, in the pocket, as well as the threats as well that he added to. Uh, the Arsenal or the Arizona um, Cardinals offense. So, hey, Kyler, man, I don't want much, man. Just like you can share a little bit of that, what you got, man. It'd be very greatly appreciated on this. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, absolutely. And you know what? With this uh, big deal to Kyler Murray, you know, the quarterback who's still waiting for a new deal is Lamar Jackson. 
And so you know he's got to be happy with this type of contract because now him and the Ravens, they've kind of been in this waiting game. And so the only winner from this Murray deal is Lamar Jackson. And we'll see Mm -hmm. when both sides can finalize a new deal for the former MVP of the NFL, Lamar Jackson. But nonetheless, mega news in the NFL, Kyler Murray getting the bag, as you said. And so we'll see how this unfolds for him in Arizona and and we'll find out if the Cardinals can get to the playoffs with Kyler Murray leading that franchise but JJ I want to talk about some underrated players in the NFL I did this poll on my Instagram page a couple of weeks ago and it got some very high engagement just a lot of NFL fans and players putting in names that don't get the respect they deserve. And so I thought this would be a cool segment to throw in here before the start of the season. And so we're going to present one AFC offense and defensive player and one NFC offense and defensive player that we want to highlight on today's show. So I'll kick things off first Mm -hmm. in the AFC offensive player that I think Feel needs some more credit for what he's done, and it's Bills wide receiver Gabe Davis. Um, Gabe mm. Davis, 35 receptions, 549 yards, six touchdowns, four of them in starts. He only played 47.7% of the offensive snaps, obviously being the number two to Stephon Diggs in Buffalo. But I'll tell you what, Gabe Davis is a big-time threat, moving the chains in the red zone, I feel like Gabe Davis is a player that needs to be talked about a little bit more. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, The tight end position, like I say, is changing as well. Uh, It's a key part of every offense. You tell me a good offense, I can tell you a good um, tight end as well. So I agree with you. Uh, Buffalo does a good job of utilizing them. I think they might utilize a little bit more. But, um, yeah, I agree with you. I, I agree with you on that. I think Gabe is a great pick, and I um, definitely need to get the, the, um, the recognition that he needs as well. AFC offense, it was tough for me, man. I'm, uh, I'm a defensive guy, but offensively, I had to go with Joe Mix, Mixon out of, uh, out of Cincinnati, man. He's been, hey, he's been toting that ball for Cincinnati and carrying that offense for a long time. And um, last year, even with the, the year that they had, he had over 1,200 yards rushing. Uh, Joe Mixon, I always like the style that he had coming from the Oklahoma. He's been running the ball hard ever since. He's a mixed matcher. He's been running between the tackles. He can go outside the tackles. Um, and I just like everything that this guy brings to the table. He's hard-nosed. He doesn't complain. Um, he gets the ball 10 to 15-plus times a game, and he does it well. He comes out the backfield with good soft hands as well. And um, I, I just think, you know, a lot of people overlook what Joe Mixon have done over the last few years. Um, with Cincinnati, and I think, you know, he's somebody that definitely needs to get their roses now, and he well-deserved, and there was a guy that I've, you know, studied for a while on defensive side, and he just run the ball so physical and hard, man. That's kind of hard to find these days. Um, dating all the way back to Adrian Peterson days and those guys, Marshawn Lynch back in the era when I was playing early in my career. Those guys were some tough guys to tackle um, coming out of the backfield. I think Joe Mixon is right up there with those guys as well. Yeah, Mixon's a good name, very underrated, and he's really burst onto the scene the last couple of seasons. Now that Joe Burrow has been there, the offense has opened up a little bit with that pass Mm -hmm. attack. It's opened up Mixon and his ability to carve up defenses on the ground. So I really like that pick now. AFC defense, JJ. I'm going to go with a linebacker in the AFC West, a guy that's undersized for his position, but is coming off a career year, and a Pro Bowl vote is Denzel Perryman. 
Um, mm. You know, the Raiders' offense has been loaded, superstars at every position, but Denzel Perryman often is an overlooked player. 29 years old, helped his market tremendously with his level of play last season. It was his first with the Raiders. He shattered his career high in tackles with 154 and Pro Bowl honors for the first time in his seven-year NFL career. And now this is a player, JJ, you talk about wanting some financial security. Perryman is seeking a new deal because he's in the final year of his current one is only scheduled to make a base salary of $1.12 million. And uh, this is a guy that needs to get his payday as well. But Denzel Perryman, love his game, aggressive mm-hmm. and physical. Yeah, I agree with you. I've been watching him for a while as well. Uh, he does a lot of great things. He's been a staple in the middle of that defense for a long time and even in his career as well. His play is good. He shoots gaps. He knows how to play. He uses his undersizes to his advantage, which is speed and sideline ability and coverage ability too. So, hey, I like Denzel. That is a great pick, and I've been following him for a while too. And then going to the AFC defense for me, um, this one here was kind of – it wasn't hard as well. I'm going with another undersized guy. I think Darius Leonard is a guy of me that um, needs to get more recognition for what he does, even though he he's getting a recognition. But this guy here is a ball hawk, man. This guy gets – every time you're looking around, he's punching the ball out. He, I studied tapes with him, and he watched film with Ray Lewis and actually had a chance to play with him, man. It just He just have a unique ability of getting that ball out to a degree where, you know, um, to, I haven't seen nobody do it to this magnitude, uh, to Peanut Tillman up in Chicago. And this guy, man, he know how to punch the ball out, interception. He's always round the ball. And as a defense, we proud ourselves on getting turnovers. And when you got a guy like this that can come and do it himself, interception, fumble, recover, punching the ball out and just being around it. I think Darius Lennon is probably one of the best guys to do it. Um, I think he got uh, recognition as well, Pro Bowl. Um, he's undersized as well, but his speed, his um, attention to details, um, his ability to to recognize what the offense is doing before it actually gets to him is a key that, that helps him get him to be elite at what he does at the linebacker position. I'm glad you brought up his ability to make plays on the ball. I mean, the guy's all over it. He's constantly causing fumbles, interceptions, and, and a huge leader of that Colts defense. And uh, Darius Leonard absolutely is a great pick. Now, NFC, I'm going to go uh, offense first here, JJ. And I think you and I are really going to like this one. It's uh, Cowboys receiver Michael Gallup. Yes, sir. Um, you know, with uh, Pro Bowl receiver Cooper's now gone, 104 targets have been cleared. So now you enter Michael Gallup. I know he's coming off that ACL tear he suffered in Week 17 against Arizona. In fact, I was at that game. But this is a guy that a lot of people don't know. His type of skill set, he's explosive, and he's a very physical wide receiver at the line of scrimmage, just 26 years old. He is one of only two Cowboy receivers in franchise history to record 65-plus catches, 1,000-plus yards, and five touchdowns in a single season at age 23 or younger. He got his five-year $62.5 million extension earlier this offseason. I think he's in for a big year, J.J., once he can get back to full health. I agree. I agree with you. Even before he got injured last year, he did a lot of great things. He got a lot of great athleticism. He can get off the press coverage. Um, he not read the zone defenses as well to find the soft matches for Dak. And I think he's only going to get better. Uh, I think Dallas, uh, they've seen what they had in him. 
And um, I think he's ready to take that role of being the number one since Amari Cooper is gone. So I'm excited to see him back on the field. I know he's going to tear it up. I've been in the situation with him as well, coming off an injury as well. So I know he got things to prove as well, too. So I'm excited to see Michael Gallup back out there and um, and to tear it up this year. Well, cool. Well, I'll take it off there. In my NFC offensive player, I chose Devin Cook. I just simply because, man, this guy here, man, he's been he's been doing a great job off his injuries. Uh, he's came back and had over uh, 1,100 yards rushing season in 19, 20, and then he won 1159 last year. So you're talking about a guy that's just coming off an injury and just been strong, consistent. He's a playmaker. He's a dynamic. He's a home run hitter. Uh, he's a guy that can um, mismatch for linebackers and safeties as well as splitting out wide with his speed and his agility too. So, um, and don't forget, he goes in between the tackles. He goes in, in between the tackles in a, in a league that is tough in the NFC North. Uh, they have some, a lot of great defenses in the NFC North and he just continues to keep sticking out and making plays for that Minnesota offense. So I wanted to give my hats off to uh, Dalvin Cook. Well, I'm going to keep it in the NFC North JJ for defense and the one player that is just emerging more and more as a potential superstar is Packers outside linebacker Rayshon Gary. He's a fourth-year player. I think after his rookie season, a lot of people thought he was a bust because he didn't necessarily translate into a whole lot of production. But in 2021, terrific season, posted career highs in sacks, nine and a half, quarterback hits with 28 tackles for loss, forced fumbles, and then combined tackles with 47. This is a player that continues to rise, and and there's a reason why the Packers felt okay letting Zadarius Smith walk and cutting him because Rayshon Gary has blossomed into the player that the Packers believe they had when they took him in round one a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, like I say, he did a lot of great things at the combine too, jumping off number-wise, so I knew his upside was tremendous, and I think he's filling in, like I said, the first couple of years into the league is always trying to adapt and learn to your different competition because everybody here is uh, elite. So um, I, I knew it was a matter of time for him, and I'm, I'm glad to see he's kind of turned to the other side and, and doing some great things. So I'm excited to see him um, contribute to a great Packers defense this year. Uh, I'm going to stick with the NFC. I'm going to go NFC South. Um, I was fortunate to play with this guy. And uh, he has been nothing less than amazing for the five, you know, six years that he's been. I'm going Deion Jones, Atlanta Falcons, the middle linebacker. Debo Jones, um, for the last six years, he had over 100-plus tackles. I think he's somebody that get overlooked. So he's been a staple of that Atlanta Falcons defense with Quinn and as well as for Dan Pease this year and for the last, last year as well. So he's a guy, man, that's undersized as well, but he plays football the way it's supposed to be played from sideline to sideline. He can fly. He can be doing interceptions. He have his hands full, but he does a great job. If you only watch any film with him when he plays the Saints, he takes 41, not completely off the map, but he's somebody that a linebacker that can split out wide with 41 Camaro down to the Saints. And that's hard to do, even for guys of safety in my position. So um, I wanted to give my hat off to Deion Jones because, like I said, he's been a staple for that middle of that and uh, Atlanta defense, good defense as well early on in his career. And he's been doing it at a high level for a long time. So, uh, Deion Jones, man, uh, keep up the good work, bro. I see you. And I had a, I'm fortunate to play play the game with him. 
Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. smart, uh, energetic LSU product. And um, he just bring his hard hat to work every day. And um, so, yeah, Deion Jones was my defensive NFC defensive guy. Yeah, man, Deion Jones, that guy's a beast watching him play for Atlanta and just sideline to sideline is his MO and athletic, versatile, everything you want in today's linebacker. And he's been doing it for years in Atlanta. And by the way, I hope his recovery goes well. I saw that he underwent shoulder surgery, so he's going to be on the shelf this uh, training camp. We'll see when he returns. But yeah, exciting player and very fun to watch there in Atlanta. So there's a couple of underrated players right there that JJ and I have shared, and there's plenty more. Of course, if we had to give more names, we could be here all day talking about all these different players that we need to uh, see being highlighted a little bit more on a week-to-week basis, but we got you covered on this base, but now we're going to go ahead and transition to another segment here that is going to highlight some offenses. I know we talked about top five defenses a couple of weeks on the podcast. Now it's time with training camp underway. Let's share our lists of top five offenses entering the 2022 season. Now this is, of course, we're including teams that have bolstered their squad through the draft, through free agency, and so we're projecting them to be in the top five entering the year, and so this is kind Mm -hmm. of a fun exercise, JJ, because you and I can go back and forth starting at number five all the way down to number one, and so with that being said, go ahead and kick us off. Who is your fifth rated offense entering 2022? The only reason I put this team at number five is because, like, like I said, I haven't seen them put it together on the field yet. But I'm going to go Denver Broncos. I like what Denver bring, man, from the running game as well as the Russell Wilson uh, acquisition this offseason. He has some good young talented receivers out there as well. I'm good to see the offense get going. The defense was top ten last year, and I'm on. I'm, they only going to get better and pick up from there as well. So I think Denver Broncos, man, overall is my number five top um, offense going into training camp. Uh, I know Russell; he's come from a winning pedigree up in Seattle, 
And with Pete Carroll, I'm, I'm curious to see the same thing. And I know it's going to translate over because winning is contagious. You know, once you got somebody that type of magnitude within that, that controls the room, the way Russ and do on and off the field, as well as his intangibles on the field, um, the sky's the limit for that offense. So uh, Denver Broncos was my number five. That's a good pick here. I'm going to keep it in the AFC West for number five. I have the Los Angeles Chargers slated at number five. Justin nice. Herbert coming back. Offense fully loaded. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen back in the fold. Talked about Joshua Palmer and his emergence. And, of course, Austin Eckler. We know the guy is just a consistent force out of the backfield. They also have Justin Jackson as well. They try to bolster that offensive line a little bit more. You got Rayshon Slater there who's – an anchor at left tackle. And so that Chargers offense, JJ, I mean, they're explosive. And, man, that AFC West, they're going to be full mm-hmm. of explosive offenses. Yes, I agree. I agree. The Chargers, man. and uh, Keenan Allen, uh, Mike Williams. I'm a big fan of Mike Williams, man. He's somebody else that's kind of not underrated, but I think he should get a lot more um, – a lot more recognition than he does because this guy here, man, jump ball is top notch, probably one of the best guys in contested catches as well as jump balls too. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see the charges as well. All right. Who's your number 14? My number four is I'm going to go with Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. I'm going to go Vegas uh, with McDaniels and uh, Mc, uh, Derek Carr. Devontae Adams and that offense, uh, Waller, the tight end as well. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they can do with Renfro. And um, they just got a lot of good weapons, man, a lot of good things. They made it to the playoff last year. Um, kind of snuck in a little bit. They had a lot of stuff going on. Head coach Carousel last year. Uh, Rich Versace, who I was fortunate to play with in Dallas, he did a great job of taking over after John Gruden kind of left. And um, he did a lot of great things and stepped up. Um um, to lead those guys in the midst of a lot of chaos going on outside of there. So I think Derek Carr, he got the piece that he kind of wanted. Devontae Adams, they played together in college. Uh, the running back, I like Jacobs as well. Um, I like uh, Wilder, the, the, the Thailand. He, he's a mismatch maker. He's been coming on strong for the last two years as well. Their defense is only going to get better. Um, they got uh, Chandler Jones and Max Crosby coming off the edge. And like I say, defense, if you know anything about defense, it all starts up front. So their D-line is probably, you know, pair for pair, one of the strongest ones in the AFC West. So I went with Las Vegas um, Raiders. That's a new look offense. Josh McDaniels is going to have at his disposal Devontae Adams. But number four, uh, offensively, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. I know mm-hmm. that they lost Tyreek Hill. I understand that. But they did find some ways to find some re- replacements. They went and signed MVS from the Green Bay Packers with the speed aspect. They drafted Sky Moore from Central Michigan, a good player that can be utilized out of the slot. And so I still think with guys like Miko Hardman and Travis Kelsey, and then don't forget they signed Juju Smith-Schuster from the Pittsburgh Steelers, who's a right. great possession guy in the backfield. Clyde Edwards-Alaire returning. They re-signed Jarek McKinnon. And then, of course, mm-hmm. the, the greatest factor of them all, Patrick Mahomes coming back, you know, fully healthy. That offensive line is now stable after they drafted Creed Humphrey and uh, were able to sign and trade for Orlando Brand Jr., who's now at left tackle. So, that offense in Kansas City, I fully expect them to still be very explosive. 
Yep, I agree. That was a great pick, too, man. Kansas City, man, they are always strong. We always know leading up round by playoff time, Kansas City, you got to count them in, man. And I don't think they're going to be no drop-off at all. They're not only stronger and better. Uh, the signing of Jerry McKinnon, Georgia Southern uh, alumni, I'm glad to see him still going strong and, and getting the respect that he needs. So, yeah, I'm excited to see Kansas City as well. All right, number three, I went with Arizona. I'm going to keep it in the NFC West. Uh, Arizona's, like I said, is a team that's coming back strong. Uh, they signed their quarterback, so that deal is kind of set. So they know who the focus is on that part. They got Marquise Brown. You got Buda, Break, Buda Baker, James Conner coming back. And it's a lot of great offensive pieces coming back for the Arizona with A.J. Green, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, whenever he's get done serving time and things that he needs to do as well. So I'm excited to see them put those key pieces together. Um, I think, you know, it's only going to be a bunch of home run hitters and a lot of great middle passes. So um, I think with the running game as well, James Conner had one of his best years as well than Arizona. And I think he's only going to keep building with that, especially with the talent that he has with Kyler Murray and, and the offense of uh, Pedri that they have at Arizona. At number three, I'm going to the jungle, J.J., the Cincinnati Bengals. Come in uh-huh. at three, Joe Burrow, fresh off a trip to the Super Bowl for the first time since 1989. Man, this offense, you look at it, they are loaded. I mean, especially at receiver, you got uh, Jamar Chase, you got Tyler Boyd, and then you also look at, we talked about him, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins coming out of the slot. The offense is set. They are able to get Lyle Collins, put him there at right tackle, opposite of Jonah Williams. I mean, this offense is ready, full-fledged, to come out and be a force. So the Cincinnati Bengals, although they're that talented with Joe Burrow, once again improving from year to year, at three is where I have them slated. Okay, let's dive into number two. My number two is I'm going to go Tampa Bay. Um, I know it's kind of a um, no picker, no brainer, but I, I like what uh, what Tom Brady's doing down there, man. He kept everybody together. He got a good core. He knows what it takes. Um, he got a lot of good key pieces coming back for him as well. You got Fournette. You got uh, Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, a lot of those guys. Chris Godwin coming back off the injury. I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, they just picked up the tight end as well, Kyle Rudolph. And um, I think it's only going to keep growing from there, man. They got a good, solid running game. Always, if you got a general like Tom Brady, um, it's a no question, no brainer. But um, I think they got a lot of other key pieces as well. I'm excited to see Russell Gage as well work the slide coming from Atlanta. And um, and I'm just excited to see what those guys do. It's kind of hard to count those guys out, especially with the defense that the Tampa Bay does. And I know it's only going to get better from there. So I picked Tampa Bay as my number two. Number two for me is the Super Bowl champs, the reigning champs, Los Angeles Rams. I have them at number two. I love the pickup of Allen Robinson. You pair him with Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson. You look at the backfield now and you're seeing healthy Cam Akers who worked his way back from that Achilles tear. Matt Stafford once again looking to build off that momentum. Tyler Higby, I mean, everything is in place there in L.A. And, and that addition of Allen Robinson, I truly believe, is going to make that offense even more dynamic and explosive. And we know as long as Sean McVay is calling the shots on offense, J.J., mm-hmm. that Rams offense is going to be high octane. Yeah, I think we, uh, as last segment, I think we talked about Allen Robinson, the things he brings, he's only going to make that offense much better. With the with the mom, the mind and the, the genius side of Sean McVay, 
uh, Cooper Cup, the running game that they have, and Acres, and I like everything they got, the tight end core that they have as well from Higby and on, man. So I think you're, you're spot on with that as well. All right, now number one, who you got? Number one, um, it was a tough one for me too, but I went with Buffalo, man. I like what Josh Allen, those guys are cranking up up there with the ad of Von Miller. I know that's the defensive side of thing, but I like what Sean McDermott does up there at Buffalo. Um, he's got a great culture going. Um, he's got Josh Allen getting back in his comfort zone, doing things that he liked to do, got him leading and calling plays and calls from the line of scrimmage and stuff. And I think that's something that we always want to see in a quarterback as he transferred from a young quarterback to a veteran quarterback. So um, I, I'm excited to see what this offense can do. Uh, they have a lot of great key pieces. They got James Cook coming in, running back. I'm excited for him. I was a big fan of his at Florida State. Um, you got Stephon Diggs on the outside, who is always in your top three to four to five receivers in the league. So, And I like Sean McDermott, man. He got a culture up there that's kind of – hard to beat when you got a head coach that makes the culture and makes everybody around you believe um, it makes things easier and it breathes for good football. And that's why they are always in the top AFC um, candidate when it comes to playoff as well, too. Man, you and I share the same exact number one pick. I also have the Buffalo Bills at number one, JJ, for all the reasons you just stated. I mean, Josh Allen, once again, coming back. And I really, really love the James Cook addition through the draft. I'm glad you brought him up. I mean, that guy, I think, is going to be the difference maker. You put him back there with Devin Singletary, two running backs that can hurt you in both the pass and the run, catching out of the backfield. Talked about Gabe Davis and how he's emerged as a number two two and then Stephon Diggs and then Dawson Knox who who is another player that I would say is underrated and aggressive physical natured pass catcher that is just dominant in the red zone so that Buffalo Bills offense I think you and I are both on the same page regarding the potential that they have moving forward so Buffalo Bills man watch out for them they have high expectations this season now we'll see if things pan out Right, right, right. Yeah. I think they're only going to keep building, man, and get stronger. Like I said before, their defense don't get a lot of recognition for what it does, too. Um, Joseph does a great job up there, man, with those guys. And I think he should be a head coach and hopefully Nick Kennedy next year. And um, like I said, the two safeties that they have in four year and hide, I'm a big fan of those guys and what they do on the back end to keep that, keep everything in front so the offense can survive another down and to, and to play some good football. So Buffalo, I'm excited to see, this, to see you this year and uh, good luck. Bill's Mafia is fired up. You know that, breaking tables probably as we speak. Um, <laughs> but uh, hey man, as, as promised, uh, I want to do like maybe two fan questions. I put out a post and, and we'll do this rather briefly. We don't have to elaborate too much, but the first one that I saw saw that I added here is David Costin. He wants to know our thoughts on Jameis Winston. I know we talked about him and the Saints a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. He wants to know our thoughts on him entering this season, coming back from that ACL injury. What do you think about Jameis this year, JJ? Do you think he has enough to get it done on offense? I think he does. I, I, I don't think he had to carry as much load as he did with Tampa Bay. Um, I don't think he he knows that what he got to go out here and just do his role. He don't have to go out here and be the dynamic playmaker that he was at Florida State and early on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So when you when you got a guy that's coming off an injury, you kind of want to make that low that low light as possible because you still have to learn him as well because he might not be able to move or do the things comfortably that he used to do before the injury. So I think Jameis is set up for the most success around the NFL uh, around the NFL in this league 
with the cast that he has around him from the defensive side, as well as the pieces that they add on to the New Orleans Saints. So, yeah, I think he's going to do, if not better, just as good as he did last year. So I'm excited to see Jameis, and I think he's going to do tremendous. Well, as long as Jameis has that 2020 vision that he said he got, I think he's uh, been tremendously better in evaluating the field. He limited turnovers in his few games last season, so as long as he can do that, doesn't have to take all the risk he used to in Tampa. He's got enough talent around him with Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, Alvin Kamara. I think he's going to be set up for success. He's in a good position. Now we'll just see how it all looks once they put that product on the field. We'll do one more question here, and this is more pertaining to you, JJ. This is from a New York Giants polls fan page, and their question is, is an NFL practice more hard-nosed than college, or is it more laid back because you finally made it to the pros? So I'll let you tee off on that one. That's a good one. I thought the same thing as a rookie coming into the Dallas Cowboys, but I tell you what, the training camp and the and the practices are just as hard as college, if not harder. Um, because you got to think in college, you have a couple of guys, a couple of elite guys that might be able to put a lot of pressure. Uh, speaking from the defensive side of the ball, uh, pressure, when I say pressure, I mean guys with good speed, good routes, quarterbacks that zoom in, know what, know what defenses look like and everything else. But when you come to the NFL, man, it's all, it's all elite. Practices is hard because they want to make sure that they got what they got. You got guys behind you that are trying to earn a spot. You got guys that's um, also coming from college that's elite as well, too. And you're going against one of the, if not the best players on the offensive side of the ball from you. So I'll say practices is just as hard, if not harder. Um, but just because of the intensity, the intensity, the details, the intensity to your craft, your work. Because like I say, NFL is a game of inches and it's a man's game. So every day you have to take your hard head out there and lay it on the line because if not, if you can't do it, they will find somebody else to replace you and do it. So that's the approach I take, and I'll say it's just as hard, if not harder, just because that's um, aspect of the game. And that's good insight right there, and that's what everybody is currently about to do, training camp. That's where the fun gets started, especially when the pads come on and uh, the pads start getting popping and all that good stuff. So there you have it, a couple of questions answered here on the podcast. I'm going to start doing this moving forward, a fun way to interact with a lot of people who tune into the podcast. I apologize I couldn't get to more, but uh, JJ and I over here running out of breath, trying to get on some oxygen tanks over here, trying <laughs> trying to talk this long on a podcast. But uh, man, there you have it. We covered some ground in 35 minutes or so, and uh, it's always a pleasure having you on the podcast and JJ as I mentioned at the very beginning man we are ready at the end of July it's time for NFL football and so I can't yes, wait sir. to talk about this as we move forward absolutely as I think you know as well that I'm as always a pleasure and an honor man to be on here with you like I say you do a lot of great things and I'm and I'm only um, excited to see what the future holds for both of us um, hopefully here shortly we'll hear some good news here coming from the football side of things but if not you know you got me and i'll be right here in your corner man so god bless and i'll uh, keep doing a great job i appreciate it as always jj it's awesome to have you man and i'm blessed to have you on the show as well but uh take care have a great rest of your monday afternoon man blessings to you and to all those listening thanks for tuning in we'll catch you next week sick of being upsold at gyms 
my guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.